All right, we're going to tune into this interview with Sarnetta and Tommy Sotomayor. Listen up, kick back. This is the ride home. Enjoy. All right. I think that's only because we are running the show on both channels. That's why I think. But um, look in, look inside the chat room. Do y'all hear feedback coming in the chat room? I, I know not on my end is not. So, yeah, so they're saying it's an echo. Yeah, they're saying it. They're like, when I speak, there's an echo. Okay, okay I, an I, echo when you speak. That is only because um, you're running the stream on your channel as well. I think that's what it is. Um, okay, well, well, we'll just have to deal with it. Um, yeah. Oh, see, some people saying no. Like, see what I'm saying? Yeah, they saying, saying no. Oh, some I, people saying yes. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, some are saying no. Some are saying yeah. But I hear it. So we'll, we'll try to figure it out. We'll try to figure it out. Okay. Did you hear my question? When you talk yes. about black women, why not no, use the words some black woman instead of making it appear like you're talking about all of our sisters? Well, there's twofold. One, I don't say some because if it doesn't apply to you, then you'd understand it doesn't. Just like when I'm from Atlanta mm -hmm. and people say, niggas in Atlanta gay. They never say some, they just say the niggas in Atlanta gay. Uh, when we talk about black people, y'all say black women are beautiful. We all know some ugly black women. Y'all say black women are smart. Black women are educated. We all know some uneducated black women, but nobody ever says, hey, not all. So when I'm speaking about these people, if I use the word some, they would then turn around and pretend it was not them, it was someone else. When I just say black women, if you know it's not you, you know it's not you and you have no problem. Just like when they say black men need to take care of their kids. So I know you take care of yours, so there's no issue. You don't get mad when they say it. You understand what they're talking about, that there's a segment of people who don't, and you don't get mad. So I look at it as I could say some and they would never acknowledge that it was them. So instead of saying some, I'm just gonna say it and if you assume it's you, then it probably is you. Okay. All right, my brother. Um, I noticed sometime, brother Tommy, that you go on these Facebooks and join Hood Rat Girls page and call them all kinds of negative things. And then you say, see, this is black woman. Isn't that a false narrative to go by, to go by? Isn't that a false narrative, my brother? When you start saying, see, that was a black woman right there. When they start well, clapping back at you. Well, hold on. You said, I've noticed that you go on hood rat black women's pages and call right, them names. Facebook pages. Right. Do you understand the sentence you just said? Yes. Who called him a name? Yes, I did. <laughs> I know exactly what I said. Because what I'm trying to show you is that when you go on the, the hood rat channel, you call them a name. But check it out. What I'm saying is when you go on the hood rats channel, you come back and you make it apply to all the other women that's in the community. That's what I mean when I said you go on other hood rats channel and then you start calling them kind of, you know, all kind of names. And then when they strike back at you, it's like you try to make it look like that's all black women. That's what I mean by that. How would I know it's a hood? I, I go I in a know. group. I go on a Facebook. I don't know it's a hood rat that's on um media takeout it's a black woman there uh i don't know what these people are i go in a group and it's a black woman who's doing it how do i know it's a hood rat 
I just know, I mean, you can look at them and see these are hood rats, Tommy. We got hood rat black women. We got hood rat niggas, you know. So you can easily go on there and see that you know, these are hood rats. These are not working women. They're not out there doing the job like, like most of the sisters that's out there in the offices. I'm talking about hood rats. You okay. know, that's in the hood. Go to, and you could go to white people's pages who are helping out black folks and doing good stuff to help black folks, mm-hmm. but that ain't what you're trying to expose. Just like when the Black Power, Black Lives Matter movement, go to cops who aren't killing black folks, who are actually helping the community, but they don't go there. And the news, the news, when you go to the news station, they can actually go to a lot of stuff that they don't. ESPN could go to politics, but they just go to sports. When I go there, I'm trying to show people what's going on. And if it's going on, it's going on. And I think that it's way too many black women identify with these type of women, because if it wasn't, I wouldn't be able to find that many women doing it. If it was that few women doing it, there'd be no way that every day I could find thousands of them doing it. It'd be impossible. My job would have been over five years ago. Would have been, I would have been um, retreading stuff now. I literally go on Facebook. I don't go to Ratchet Facebook. I go to Facebook and I see it. I don't go to Ratchet Instagram. I go to Instagram. I don't go to the Ratchet Internet. I go to the Internet. And if these black women are doing it in large numbers, that should be a problem. Because let me point something else out to you before you get to your next question. Yes. I guarantee you it's more black women killing their kids than cops killing their kids. I guarantee you it's more black women twerking and fucking having kids out of wedlock than, than, than by dudes that don't want them. than there are cops killing black men. Yet which one do we try to act like is a problem? Have you ever said to yourself, man, you know what? I, I need to calm down my rhetoric when it comes to black women. I need to really calm down my rhetoric. Have you ever thought about that, brother? Or said that to yourself? In the process of quote unquote thinking about that, I would have to say, no. Because in, if I were to say, I think about calming it down. Malcolm X didn't calm down how he spoke. Malcolm X didn't say, you know what? I got to not speak what I know is the truth. The truth is the truth. And mainly when you're telling the truth, it's going to hurt or offend someone. I'm not trying to hurt or offend these people, but I'm not going to sit around and not say what I know is right. The things that I'm saying I know is right. When I try to calm it down, let me tell you something. When it comes to black women, y'all spent 20, 30 years calling these women queens. I just watched these black women go off on Meek Mill for taking a picture with a non-black woman. He wasn't doing anything with her. He just took a picture. They don't know who this woman was. And they went off on this dude. There's something seriously wrong with that group of people who is that self-entitled that when they see Meghan Markle marry a damn white man, they love the shit out of her. When they see Serena Williams marry a white man, they love him. They still prop up uh, Maya Angelou, and she married two white men. And yet the way I'm speaking is supposed to be wrong. Let me finish it with this. Why would I tone down my rhetoric to a group of people who talk to their own children like this? Shut your black ass up. Sit your bitch ass down. Black women talk to people like shit, and yet you expect me to talk back to them like they're nice? That doesn't make sense. Show me the black women that go around the internet and talk to people nice, then I'll respond that same way. But see, Tommy, that's what I'm talking about. 
you say black people, meaning you put all of us. My wife don't talk to her daughter, my daughter like that. My wife don't talk to her children like that. There are many out there who do not talk to their children like that. So when you say black women does this and black women do that, it's like you putting us all in the box. That's what I'm talking about, my brother. You just did it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Well, you I just also, did it. I also told you earlier that I'm going to keep speaking like that because if you know it's not you, then you understand. Just okay. like we say white people own slaves. When we say white people own slaves, less than 10% of white people own slaves. It's an expensive proposition, but we still say white people own slaves. And nobody corrects them and say, not at all. Okay, um, let, me, let me try this right here. Um, you did a show called Don Lemon Should Be Fired because he said white men are the biggest threats in America. You wanted him fired, but don't you think he was just using the same logic of you, of, of the not all? I said he should be fired simply because of this. You can't make a statement like that and then turn around and keep the job. Remember, they just fired Megyn Kelly for talking about dressing in blackface, and she didn't do it. She was just saying she saw nothing wrong with it. So when I would speak a lot of times, which it seems like a lot of black people who hate me don't get, I speak in jest, meaning I'm saying, if you're going to make a big case out of this one thing, then you must make a big case out of this. Because if we as black people are trying to get somewhere, we cannot get there being openly hypocritical like that. By allowing things that, asking everybody else to be fired for doing things that we do and nothing happens. There's a problem with that. Because eventually the people who you're trying to get on your side are gonna look at you and say, well, you had no problem fucking over all these white people's lives when they said one thing you didn't like. And then when a black person does it, you don't think we're gonna stop doing it to them too? Okay, um, brother Tommy, check. Walk with me on this one. Isn't it fair to say, my brother, that come on, no calls right now. Isn't it fair to say, my brother, that the black woman you do reports on are from the same background, poor living, poor and living housing projects or poor neighborhoods? How do you, how do we begin to break the cycle of you living in a poor neighborhood, you having a poor schools, living in poor neighborhoods, going to poor schools, and then when we have poor schools, we have what? Poor education. When you have poor education, you have poor teachers, which leads to what? Poor education and all of that, brother. So isn't, isn't that fair to say? Say it again, I don't understand. All right, let me say it again. Let me take it slow. Let me read this right. Isn't it fair to say that the women you do reports on are all from the same background, poor, living in housing projects or poor neighborhoods? How do we begin to break the cycle when you live in, in a poor neighborhood, you have poor schools, and when you are living in poor schools, we have poor teachers who teaching, you know, that's not getting paid correctly. But then we go around and then we repeat the same cycle again. So the people that you are breaking down and going in on are these women who are living in poor neighborhoods, poor low-income jobs, my brother. Well, I can stop you there and say, go ahead. one, all the women that I speak about in those situations are not, as you stated, poor. That's the sad part about it. 
many of these women are not poor. And if they're not, and not only are they not poor, but they get online and claim to the whole world being poor. You know how many of them I've gotten online and talked about how much, how they got money and stuff like that, how they rich, ain't nobody telling nothing. So I'm not gonna listen to black people tell me, any black person tell me they need uh, some money or they need education. When all these black women run around and say what? Black women are the most educated people in the United States. If black people, if black women are the most educated women, people in the United States, then I shouldn't be able to find that many out here wilding out, should I? You said they're uneducated. Number two, if black women are that poor and are having that much of a problem with their living situation, then maybe they should stop having the children, which is one of the biggest things that you have that will ruin your finances. That is it. So if we're pointing to what is happening, or if you bind Jordan, because for some reason, all these people who claim that they're poor, they got enough money for the BS in life. They got enough money to get weed. They spent $10 billion on weed. If they just stopped doing that, what do you think that would do to the economy of black folks? It would probably change it a lot, and it definitely would help it a lot. So if you're going to try and give these people excuses, then maybe those people should try and use those excuses themselves and stop putting themselves in the hole in the first place. You can't feel sorry for people who put themselves in that hole that they're now claiming is keeping them back. Okay. Um, what is your stance on black women? Do, do you do you hate black women or like what? Talk about that. No, how I don't do you feel? How do you feel about black women? I date pretty much nothing but black women. Uh, okay. Okay. There you go, brother. Now, some huh? people might find that shit hard to believe. You know. But, but wait a minute. But, but why would they find that hard to believe? They follow me on YouTube. They see how them find that black women I'm with. Come on now. Uh huh. Um, talk to me, brother, about um. <laughs> you have came up with names for black women. What is BT one thousand? What the hell is that? That is the black term of dating. And the 1,000 is the model number. <laughs> Say that again. The B is black. The T is terminatrix. The 1,000 is the model number. Mm -hmm. Would you like to elaborate? Thank you. <laughs> like if, um, <laughs> the BT black terminator 1,000. God damn. You're being hard on our sisters, brother. How am I being hard on them? They call, wait a minute, they call themselves queens when they don't, when there's no justification for it. Right. Everyone just sits around calling themselves queen and they've done nothing to, to get this title. When I call you a BT, you did something to get that title. So it's wrong for me to call the, the person doing something to get that title. But what's not, wrong with the with an upliftment name for our sisters, for our women? Why you can't come with something to uplift them? I don't, I'm, I'm, now I'm saying I have never heard you say things where you uplifting our women. When you done a show uplifting black women. Can we look for something in the future with brother Tommy Sotomayor uplifting the black woman? No, because first off, if these women are supposed to be as strong as they claim they are, why would they need a complete stranger to uplift? Ask yourself that question. Why would a group of strong people need a complete stranger to uplift? Number one. Number two, if they so strong, why would their ego be so fragile that they look online to a dude they don't like, a dude they call crispy, black, and ugly anyway? Why would that dude's opinion of them bother them at all? Lastly, 
I said earlier, y'all for the last 30 years have been big up in people who didn't deserve it, calling them queens, doing all of that stuff. And when they didn't do anything to deserve it, they kept asking for more and kept doing less. So why would I contribute to something that I know is a problem? It is a problem what y'all are doing, and no offense, when y'all are running around telling these people who are straight up assholes that they're queens, to the point that now they call themselves queens, no matter what it is they do, I know I'm a queen. But you on the bus slapping people. I know I'm a queen, but you walking around with 99 inch yakky. No, I won't do it. There's enough sign letters and, and, and brother polites and, and young Pharaoh and all these other people out there blowing smoke up black women's ass for me to do it. And lastly, I actually did do a channel called True Queen TV. I tried that crap. Well, all I did was put up good shit that black women did. And you can put it on YouTube right now and you'll see it. And guess how many people watched it? None. Because black women like drama in general. Why do you think Media Takeout does what does better than something else? Why do you think the Shade Room does better? Don't ask someone to give you something positive when you literally ignore people who say something positive. Most black men who run around and are real positive to black women, guess what they call them? Squares. They call them lame. But the dude who whooping ass and got kids by a bunch of people and going around with his pants down below his butt and always causing drama because he cheat on you every week, that dude can't keep women away from you. Tommy Sotomayor. Once again, family, we are here tuned in with Tommy Sotomayor and his perspective. Okay. What or caused the downfall of black women that you are talking about? What do you think? Oh, oh, I always see, say that. My wife running in here saying, Dan, that's the question I wanted to ask. <laughs> what and what do you think that caused the downfall of our women? What about the black man? What about you? When I say black man, I'm talking about us, me and you, Tommy. What about us? Okay, it's, it's two questions you're asking. Where have we failed as black men? Yes, right? yes. What or who caused the downfall of the black woman that you're talking about? Well, I would say a lot of it is in sales, but I would go back to this part of they've always had this weird jealousy of non-black women. And it's come from them. And then you had this thing called the state, which Lyndon Baines Johnson gave black women this idea of we'll help you with this money if you kick the man out. You kick the man out, and that's what happened. The man got kicked out of the house so the woman could get this money. The man went along with it because if the black man had some pride, he would have stopped. He would have said, I'm not going to deal with that. But he didn't. He was right there with her, encouraging her to take that little bit of money. And girl, I'll just get out of the house for a little while. And when they give you the check, I'll come back. Well, what happened was, was that happened in the 70s. Then black women, instead of aligning with their man, they aligned with the feminist movement. Weirdest thing I'd ever seen. They all of a sudden, want you. so when you want to call people coon, it seemed like you called the black women who joined the feminist movement coons. Because that was the white woman's struggle, not black women. But black women want, got so much envy for white women that they wanted to join them in their little stupid power struggle with their husbands. So they joined them then. And then you had a community that was now being raised with nothing but women and children in the 80s. And then you had crack. Then you had these young black men who couldn't get jobs. And what they decided to do was, well, I can make some money selling this crack. You had so many young black boys who then, when they didn't have their father, started joining gangs because that was the only family they had. That was the only male, only male camaraderie they would see. So then you lost that generation of blacks. 
Then you went to the 90s and lost another generation of blacks. Because in the 80s, you used to at least make fun of black women wearing weed. Well, black women no longer gave a shit what men said. And in the 90s, they now wanted to wear anything that they could put on their head. Black women will crochet hair before they wear their own hair. And you've seen it. They'll put anything on top of their head than their own hair. So now you have children being raised by children being raised by children. And these black women have not had one father in their lives. So if you've never had a father and you're a little girl, the one thing you don't respect is the word of a man. And when you don't respect the word of a man and you now have the generation in the 90s and 2000s, which said what? I don't need no man. I could do it all by myself. So they went around bragging about now they don't need a man because they had their daddy in their house. And that daddy was called the United States government. That's when I came up with the phrase white daddy that everybody's now using. Now everybody wants to use the phrase white daddy, but they won't tell you they got it from the so-called coon. Because I'm the one that said that's their damn daddy, that white man, the system. And they decided to go and rely on him. At that point, you can't tell a group of people nothing who, do, who don't need you or rely on you or a thing. And right now, black women talk major shit to black dudes. You hear a black woman go off on a dude for not having a car, and she don't have a car. You hear a black woman go off on a dude for not having a job when she's on Instagram selling ass. That's her job. She's either selling weave or selling ass. In 2018, and you tell me if I'm lying, one of the main jobs that black women have right now is either escorting or selling weed. But them motherfuckers run around act like they are, are business owners. You go to Instagram right now, and most of the black girls got a, a booking information. You know what that is? It means you can buy ass from them. Right now, they freely are in these Facebook groups telling people that they, that they sell ass. And now we have a stripper culture to where people are looking up to strippers now. So regular girls who go to class walk around looking like strippers. You go to a regular black girl who claims she's educated, she's still looking like a stripper. And when this becomes a large number of people instead of a small number, you didn't have a problem. So where it started was with FDR. I mean, excuse me, not FDR, but LBJ and not LeBron James, Lyndon Baines Johnson. And it ended with us taking the bite of the apple and enjoying the taste of the fruit. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of days ago, my brother, I, I interviewed Cynthia G. And um, some of the guests that was calling in was accusing her of being the male Tommy Sotomayor, a female Tommy Sotomayor. Um, I'm quite sure people right now are saying you are the female version of Cynthia G, where they was accusing Cynthia G of beating up on the black man the way you beat up on the black woman. What is your thoughts on that? I know you know who Cynthia G is, brother. Do you see yourself the reverse of Sister Cynthia G? Because she was strongly denying, like, hold on. I'm not no Tommy Sotomayor. So shout out to my sister, Cynthia G, the most lovely, beautiful Cynthia G that's out there probably watching right now. Well, <laughs> no, we're not the same. Let me tell you why. One, I'm logical. Two, I'm well-spoken. Three, I'm thought out. And I'm just more popular than this person. 
because this person says, says the same thing with his clean logic and and being a male cool and he's being a male cool and y'all listen to you a grown ass man listen to a woman sit around saying being a male cool every five seconds dusty being a male cool and then and then they want to bring up weed and there's nothing wrong with me wearing weed but there's something wrong with you dating a white person that's stupid. And y'all would listen. Any grown man would listen at this fool, sit there and tell you, there's nothing wrong with me wearing this baby doll hair on my head. But is something wrong with you dating a white woman? It's ridiculous. Maybe if they stood by what they were saying, then they would be like me. Because everything I say, when you heard it from day one, you hear it now. And what my stuff is based on, it isn't based on, well, let me just make this uh, about this race thing. Because I tell people all the time, I commute on logic, not race. So if somebody is smart enough and has got the same goal as I got, but they white, I don't really give a crap. But you got a person who sits around and well used to date white people and used to do used to sell ass to white people. Now they telling you uh, white people bad. Come on, dog. Now and then no time. openly on her stuff. But wait, let me finish. Okay. And then openly on her stuff said that she used to do it, but then white men had to pay. And y'all still listening to this woman? All right. So no, we're not. Now you know Tommy. Black women been wearing wigs for a long time, dealing with in the ancient times, in ancient days. And what happened was, no, for real, brother, you can still, you can go to the museum and see the wigs in the museum in ancient comedic science, dealing with that day. But what I want to show you and share with you, my brother, is could it really be, when you really look at it, we as men don't want to take no responsibility don't want to take no flaws. We just think it's our women because, see, that's the punk in us. That's the punk in the black man is that we want to lash out on our women. We want to blame our sisters for everything when, in fact, the reason why our sisters are dying they here today, are permanent here today, is because the black man, Tommy, we was looking at them goddamn white women. We was loving them white women's hair when they swing their hair back. And so our sisters are sitting on the side looking at us, looking at them white women with their damn hair, fixing their hair. And so our sisters said, God damn, you know what? We are losing our women. We, I mean, we are losing our men. We got to compete with this white girl. I'm going to straighten my hair. But what we did when she started straightening, baby, you looking beautiful. Baby, you looking good. So now in 2018, we are becoming a little conscious and a little of loving ourselves. And now so we want to point at our black woman. We want to beat up the black woman instead of saying to her, baby, I love your natural, baby. Can you wear this for me, baby? See, I think if we was to talk to our women like that, I think, Brother Tommy Sotomayor, that they will come back into their natural. But we got to let them know that we love you the way you looking, queen. What's wrong with that statement, Tommy? Everything. First off, what you said is untrue. I understand you trying to bring it back to Kemet and all this stuff, but let me tell you something. They weren't wearing uh, weaves and stuff in the 20s. No, uh, no, I said, I said wigs. Wigs. They was wearing long, straight wigs. They weren't doing it in the 20s. They weren't doing this when Pam Greer was the number one black chick that we were loving to get with. And then you claim, let's not blame black women. Then you turn right back around and blame black men for their indulgence of trying to look white by saying that we were looking at the white woman. Well, give them a correct history because what you said was incorrect. Let me tell you what correct history is. Correct history was in the United States. They were able to fuck the master and live in the house if he liked the pussy enough. 
they were able to have mixed kids by the master and then be able to have their mixed kids be able to go on and go to college. And many of them ended up owning slaves. While the black man, if he looked at the white woman wrong, would get his ass lynched. In the 1920s, black women were running around with white men. In the 1930s, they were. They even went to court, the Supreme Court, to be able to marry a black, a, a white man before we and during the same time, which Emmett Till was getting his ass killed for it. They went to the Supreme Court to marry a white man while we were getting killed for it. And yet we didn't turn around and try to look like Brad Pitt to try and get black women to love us. Right now, black women to this day swoon over a white man being with a black woman. They swoon over it. They love Meghan Markle. They love Serena Williams. They love Eve. Now she got her white man. They even got an article saying that black women, the white billionaires love black women. But do you see us running around trying to look like Brad Pitt so we can get them to come back to us? Yes, last one time, yes, we did. When you look at all the singers, Tommy, when you look at all the musicians back then coming up. Go ahead, ahead, brother. I'll let you do it because I'll let you you finish. And I said, now you don't see Negroes like you, me, or anybody else running around trying to look like Brad Pitt. You don't. But they have taken weed to an epidemic level right now. So don't give me that. And lastly, if they were doing it to keep us, why are marriage rates, why did weave rates go up and marriage rates went down? Why did weave rates go up and fatherless homes, uh, father in the home went down? So what you're saying there isn't true. Because if it was true, the numbers would be trending just like the hair does, but it doesn't. Because they ain't wearing that hair for us. They're wearing it for themselves. And anytime a woman tells you the truth, they will tell you, we don't do this crap for you. We do it for other women, just like they dress for other women. Again, if women were doing this stuff to please black men, the main thing black men ask for, and even your men over in your comment section, know I'm telling the truth when I say this. The main thing we ask for is a peaceful household and a sweet, affectionate, loving woman. And every time we ask for that, they tell us, that ain't me. I'm a strong black woman. Get you a white bitch. That's why you get a white bitch so you can run over. So if we ask them all the time, not for hair like white women, but for attitudes like white women, and they tell us they refuse to give us that, then don't tell me that they're giving us weed to make us happy because it doesn't. And every man out there would rather deal with a bald head black bitch that's really sweet and take care of his kids than a long weave wearing hoe. All right, once again, Tommy Sotomayor is in the building, family. Uh, let me remind you, my brother, Tommy Sotomayor. <laughs> let me remind you, my brother, that at one time, Malcolm X wore a conch. Back then, those conks was out there. The same time our women was permanent hairs, the black men was permanent hair. Look at the spinners. Look at James Brown. I could go on and on and on and telling you how the black man wanted to be just like that white boy. He was Brad Pitt. He wanted to be just like Brad Pitt. But because the black man became more conscious and got up out of that quicker, now we're looking at our women and we want to beat them down, brother, instead of uplifting them. This is what I'm saying, Tommy. Why is it so hard for us as black men to just go over there and every time I see my sister, I say, damn, sister, your hair look beautiful today. Why is it so hard? Have you ever complimented when you do see the black woman with her natural? Do you give her a compliment, Tommy? Dude, number one, 
I won't date. I'll fuck a weed wearer, but I won't date any. You won't see me on date. You won't see my girlfriend, a girl I'm claiming, with these things because I think it's is the wrong message. Number two, I bring on black women on my show 